How many rounds of golf would you say you, you play a week at least? I mean, do you play? Depends on where I am. <laughs> but if I'm home, like full rounds, uh, four maybe. Damn, that's a lot. Real but quick. I'm practicing like every day. So. You said that's a lot? <laughs> Bro, she could play 36 a, a day if she wanted to, but she's only playing four rounds because she practices six hours a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a true so that's statement. Like <laughs> quick, quick story. Me. Erica, Jr. and Paris played in that Kith thing oh, as yeah. a, as a team. So just to let you understand how much better Paris is than me and Erica, and I'm not going to speak well as for myself. Jr. Throw me in there. How me? It's a scramble. So yeah. remember when you played with John Rom? Yeah. She's John Rom. <laughs> That makes sense. No, literally, we was, just, we was <laughs> using her drives, bro. Every old, she wouldn't Damn. tee off on the women's tee. She's teeing off from the men's tee, and we're using her drive eighty percent of the time. We won. Just and then of course we won because we got just letting everyone know we got drippy with us. No problem. Welcome to the Part 3 Podcast. I am one of your hosts, J.R. Smith. This is Ben Baller, Stephen Malvin. As you all know, we have a very special guest here tonight, one of my brand partners in Oakley. Shout out to my Oakley gang, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but amazing person, amazing friend, hell of a golfer. Obviously, everybody, you know, well-renowned Miss Paris Helinski. Welcome to the first team. Welcome to the show. We finally get to have yeah, you. Thank you. Yay, Welcome I'm so to the first excited. tea. It's hey. so dope because we all know each other and it feels like, unfortunately, I'm not in the room, but it feels like home. Like it's just a regular chat, not like just, you know, a real live interview. So this is dope. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't do a lot of podcasts, so I'm happy it's like you guys. <laughs> I got to say, uh, being the newest person in golf in this room and being the oldest person, um, Paris, no idea how. Um, just know she was following me and I was like, okay, let me see what this person's about. Follow back, swing like fucking the Incredible Hulk. And I'm like, this person's going to hurt their back hitting this hard. Jesus Christ. And just striping it, right? Like crazy. The most encouraging, nicest person and has sent the most heartfelt, motivational messages on my journey that's rare anyone to, to to say something like that so thank you very much for being oh, so cool of course of course i mean like the more i can do to help anyone get into golf like i'm willing to do it like <laughs> you remember like the first time like yeah. i ever like yeah i was like okay learning you know first lesson with ron i was like I hey you're getting there you know <laughs> It's like, all right. <laughs> but like, there. you know what I mean? Like you see the swing and like, what the hell? Jesus Christ, chick is an animal. She's a, she's a straight machine. It's that Claude Harmon right there, man. Yeah, yeah I'm getting there too. Yeah. It's a constant battle, isn't it? All the time. All the time. Real quick question. When you follow through with your driver or irons too, but you follow through and then you give it an extra little double yeah. pump follow through, what is it? That's not like a thing I do purposely. It's just like something I've done since I started. And I guess no one's told me to take it out, so it's just always going to be there. <laughs> it definitely makes sure you go left. 
Yeah. Right? I think, like, I've always struggled with, like, getting through the ball. So it's just, mm -hmm. like, a way to, like, add that extra, like, oomph. Yeah. Like, make sure I get through it. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> and right. and so I, I, when I first met you, same thing, very, very um, positive and, like, excited about what's going on in golf and all of the obvious opportunities to, like, to grow the game and to push boundaries and to um, be respectful of it and everything, but at the same time, like do it in a little bit more of like futuristic way and like what the future looks like is definitely looks a lot brighter now than it did when we when we met, right? Yeah, absolutely. So some of that stuff. And then I thought you used to get lessons with Claude like every day. But then yeah. I found out it's not the case. No, right? no, you can Instagram can make a lot of things look a lot of different ways. <laughs> yeah. No, I basically um, I work with Claude a bit when I'm home, but I'm like never home, and he's never home, so I really just kind of teach myself, which it works sometimes, you know. You teach yourself? <laughs> yeah, like I when I started, I worked with a coach for a little bit to learn like basics, and then after that, I just like watched a lot of YouTube videos and kind of just played a lot I guess to try to figure out how the game works and whatnot and then um, I obviously like started playing pretty well and I was like oh I got this you know <laughs> but um, yeah I mean like there's a lot that you can teach yourself in golf like you don't need a coach necessarily all the time to get better in my opinion it's different for everyone though but I like it because for me like every time I see you you're grinding you know, I, we pull up to Floridian, I see you grinding. We pull up to, you know, so many different courses, I see you, whether it's putting, chipping, and it's very rare that you have someone, um, you know, just so driven towards the game. And for me, that's one thing I love and appreciate about you more than anything, because I feel like you're always consistently, constantly working. And I feel like, you know, whatever the goals is um, for you, I feel like it's definitely going to pay off just because you put the time and energy and effort and the love and the heart into the game. And a lot of people just out here just, you know, that we want to be yeah. good, but don't put the time into it, you know. And to to, to do and make that effort consistently um, is, is very admirable to me. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. I don't even look at like when I, when I see you, like you post a lot of golf shots. I don't even look like some people look at it who let's say they know golf. Some people don't. And you'll like, let's say, for instance, you'll hole out on some chip shots. You hit like seven, seven, you know, yeah, forty-yard shots, twenty-five yards, close chip shots, and a couple go in. When you see all the balls that you've hit, and they're all within like four feet yeah. in, right? And people are like, "Man, she rehearsed the shit." And I'm like, "Dog, ain't nobody got time to fucking put them fucking balls out there and try to do all that cap and shit." You know what I mean? Because no. you'll do like four in a row. But how good the editing is, you, you could see the way you're, 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 you're filming. <laughs> From someone who receives so much hate. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm used yeah. to it. I just like, it motivates me, whatever. Being a girl, I notice you have a definite, def like you have, you have a very alpha way of looking at the business side of golf, right? Like you're, yeah. you're, you, you'll go against the thing, not necessarily going against PGA or LPGA or anything, but going against the, the norm. And I love that. And what I mean is like, you've corrected me on shit when I'm like, I, I said something, JR. I was like, yo, bro, Brooks. Cam, Phil, all them live dudes, bro, they ain't about to compete in this damn Masters and do whatever. And she was like, I don't know, man. You know, she just kind of kept it PC. But like, she was basically telling me, you're going to see. And then three of the top four in the Masters were live players. Yeah. And she didn't even say anything to me about it. And I was like, all right, fuck you. You know, you have to say nothing. <laughs> you know, you were right. But I'm just saying, like, why, why do you feel like you, you kind of go against the grain in, 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 the, in, the, in the, you know, the more general, like, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I've never been like, I, I'm not trying to be like against like the PGA or the, I'm not like against anybody. I'm just trying to like actually grow the game. I feel like a lot of times these organizations are very focused on like preserving this like very tight knit group of like elitism that's been in the game for so, so long. And they like act like they're trying to do a lot about it. And they, they really aren't from my perspective as like a young girl trying to play professional golf. And so, like, I'm not trying to go against anyone. I think I'm just trying to, like, see, okay, like, there's other ways that the game can grow that you guys aren't trying. And I guess that can be looked at as, like, going against the grain and going against people, but just trying to do something different and see if it works. <laughs> right. Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Especially you, Steve. I don't think necessarily against the grain. I think you just got your own way of doing things. I think a lot of us do, and we just, when it's not the conventional way of, of thinking or doing certain things is just looked at as, you know, being, ad, you know, adverse. What was the word? Not, ad, I can't say it. I don't know that. No, but you're um, right though. She's, she's not going about the conventional way about thinking about things. Like she's not necessarily going one straight line. And, uh, I appreciate that because I think when everyone's like, let's say for instance, and, and I don't care if I get into like, when I look at LPGA players, it is definitely one, like they're all aligned in a certain yeah. way, right? In, in, in a way. And I just think that maybe the fact that you're thinking about how a contract should look for an influencer or for a golfer or whatever it is. And if a girl's getting paid $1,300, whereas you know you can get twenty five dollars or $50,000 or $100,000, mm. I mean, it's a big difference. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, why the big, fuck would big you? difference. Yeah, it's like when I found out that an LPGA player was getting a discount on a hybrid, like, what are you talking about discount? You sent me a club next day air. What are you talking? Like, that's messed up, right? This is a yeah. girl who actually, you know, is 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 a professional and they got to pay for some of their clubs. Like, damn, that's messed up. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm in it and stuff and I know a lot about like what people are getting paid and like, it's not a lot, obviously as a girl, like viewership's not up. So whatever, like you can say what you want. But um, I think like hearing that, there's a lot of girls that are like, oh, well, that's like her own thing she has to figure out. But I feel like in order for things to actually change, like you all have to kind of fight for what you want, especially like in women's golf. And there's a lot of girls that are just very content, I guess, with where they are. And like, I'm just not, because I just think there's so much more out there for women playing golf. So it's like, hey, like if you want it, you kind of just have to ask for it. Like, But where did that come from? Like, did it come from your dad? Did it come from your mom? Like, I'm yeah, curious. Yeah, I think like a lot of it came from my dad. My dad's like very... Um, He's very hard-headed. And so, like, I think I learned a lot from him growing up about how you, if you want something, you kind of have to fight for it. Um, and I just took that into golf and saw that a lot of people weren't kind of thinking that way. And I was like, well, But he's also very not, business you know? savvy too, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's... Yeah, no, it, it works in a lot of lanes. <laughs> so, right. um, yeah, probably my dad. Basically, okay, great. She's a great golfer and trains constantly, but, like, I... I don't know if people understand how much she's working like on fashion, on designing, on concepts, on partnerships, on like building a community, building relationship with creatives. I mean, we met, you know, the same way you guys did mm -hmm. on Instagram and, and, and have been, you know, obviously friends, but also like I'll hit her up when I want to know like an opinion on something and because she's going to tell me the truth. She's not going to tell me, oh, that's dope. If it's not dope, she's going to say, that's not it. Like rethink that one, homie. <laughs> right. Right. And then at the same time, she'll hit me up and be like, yeah. so-and-so reached out. They want to do a project. Like, 
you know, is this is this a like like uh, remember even those distributors from some other country hit up on mm-hmm. like a character check, and she's like, after this paragraph I write, it's over. <laughs> like the deal's <laughs> over. They they calling me about a character check on you and Erica. Like, wait yeah. till you see what I write. So like that's like he was saying like envious of like how hard you practice and work on the golf course, but like she'll be hitting me at like midnight. Like, I have this idea. Do you think this would work? And this has been going on for years. Yeah. It's not like this is just once every blue moon. This is like twice a week. I want to work with this artist. Do you have any relationship with him? I have this concept. And it's all based off of like, you know, like working with people like Off-White or yeah. people like Jerry at Fear of God and, you know, Estevan. Like, hooked up with Estevan and did Estevan hands, the L.A. hands, on hoodies for LA golf. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like And she doesn't even know that I've known Estevan for 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 bro, like that's my boy. But she's smart enough to say, like, I see he follows you, Steve. What's up with him? I want to work on this project. I'm like, damn, no problem. Like I call him right now. And you know, and then then like a month ago she's like, I'm going down near Skid Row to go meet Estevan and them. I'm like, leave your watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, my dad. This is someone I work with. Told you, that, guys. you know what's funny too is um not a lot of people are not even the word generous or like they're like blockers and shit like that. Dude, I've known Ronnie for twenty one or twenty two years. She's the one that actually reached out to me to be a part of the Kith campaign. Something politically went wrong, and that's whatever, but Ronnie didn't reach out like, like she did and she connected me with somebody and it was like, I got you this, this and this. Yeah, you're going first class here, got you this. And it was, I was like, Paris, what the fuck are you talking about? You did she not make this She put me on on that one too. Yeah. I and then, about and to then, say that makes three of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then JR's in the goddamn the commercial. So I'm like, wait a second, what? <laughs> I, was, and then, I was literally Paris is doing. Yeah, me too yeah, going crazy, there. crazy, Paris. That's that was a fun time. She's like literally text me like, hey, I'm, I'm group texting with somebody. I was like, who? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to put you in this kid thing, da, 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 whatever. You're going to get this kid back. I was like. Wait, what? And then I saw the, the the itinerary and I was like, this is for real? Yeah. But uh, JR, fun fact, man, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if, if, if well, the world will know now. Steven, too. I went to high school with Paris's mom. Yeah, it's so random. Oh, I How remember random that. Is that. Oh, I told you that? Yeah. That's just random as hell, right? Super random. And um, what's even scarier is I'm older than her mom. You know what I mean? So like, that's just crazy. But like, it was, it was just a trip that that randomly happened like by nothing. I was like, hold on, tell your mom. I said, hello. And that's yeah. <laughs> crazy as hell. But your mom doesn't, does she fuck with golf at all or no? No, no. My mom, well, now she like thinks she knows a lot about golf, you know, like she knows like nothing about it, but hmm. I'll go play and she'll be like, you really need to like stop making bogeys. Like, I think that's your problem. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I think so. I think oh, so. Yeah, she <laughs> thinks, mom. Like, I think so. She's like, you know, all these girls are like making way more birdies. Like, I think that's why they're winning. And I was like, yeah, I think so. I think so. But like, thanks for oh the advice, you know, God. like. <laughs> Talk about LA golf for me real quick, because one day you kind of organically brought it up in a chat and then there's an official announcement. So did you reach out to them? They reached out to you. Like, how did that partnership happen? Um, they actually reached out to me. It was like very, very new company. Like they were still kind of just doing shafts. Like the first putter hadn't even come out yet. Um, Reed, who's like the CEO and founder, actually knew Claude. So he was like, tried to connect with me through Claude, whatever. We started talking. I kind of told him about my story with Virgil and whatnot and like how I love designing and, and kind of, you know, coming up with new things. He was like, oh, we have this new putter and gave me, you know, the whole LA golf spiel. 
Um, and I was like, that's so sick. And I kind of just like ran off with like 25 different ideas, like ran, like ranted to him on the phone for a long time. You're good at that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I uh, flew out here to come meet them. And like a couple months later, he was like, hey, like we'd love to have you be a part of the company. And then I was named like creative director. So I kind of just helped with everything on that front. It's so fun. <laughs> that's huge. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, because when I did Michelle Wee and um, Hallie Ledbetter's podcast, mm -hmm. I didn't know it was at the LA Golf headquarters. Oh, right. So when I remember when I shot, when I did that, then we, uh, that gigantic putter that's like this big. Yeah. No, I'm serious. It's like this big, right? It's like, and um, I was putting with it and I was like, yeah, what the hell? And I was like, and you knew immediately. And then I didn't know much about, because I don't really know, I'm still learning so much right now. I didn't know that they were a famous shaft company. Yeah. And I saw Bryson DeChambeau, like I saw that and I saw DJ and I'm like, wait a second, these shafts are good. And like even, I know he's watching right now, but even stranger, low key hater, he's like, <laughs> he's like, nah, man, LA golf shafts are lit. Like, bro, trust me, that, those shafts are crazy. You should try to get one. And immediately without nothing, she connects me with Aaron. Yeah, whatever you need, what do you need? I'm like, come on, man, it can't be this easy. Paris Aaron, can't be this close. Shout out to Aaron over there, LA golf, man. <laughs> shout out to Aaron. Yeah, always a Heard shout out to Aaron. We have a quote from you. First time for par three. Para said, uh, I don't have the same views as the LPGA Tour. In women's golf, you don't see a lot of initiative to move the sport forward and bring it to new media and younger people. I think Michelle Wee is doing a great job in LA Golf. What we're doing is disruptive. I think we have a chance to move the LPGA forward, which is really exciting. And Paris, can you talk about what you meant? And like what you think the women's game needs, like media-wise and like growth-wise? Yeah, um, I think one, women's golf needs to get a lot younger. I think there needs to be more initiative being done to like help bring younger girls into the game. I think right now they have this whole process where a lot of the girls think, you know, you need to go to school and if you have influence, it doesn't matter. But like now in this day and age, it really does. Like it's a very big part of every sport, not just women's golf. Um, and so I think like the use of that, like a lot of these tours, I mean, LPGA specifically, like really needs to be using social media differently. Like now every kid is programmed to only watch 15 seconds. Like my siblings can't even watch a movie. Like it's like, oh, you want me to sit down for two hours? Like, no thanks. You know what I mean? Like I'll get my news from TikTok. Like that's my sister. Like she's like, I'll never sit down to watch golf. And I think a lot of these tours, including the LPGA, are kind of still stuck in this, like we need to be on TV and we need to push to an older demographic when in reality, like there needs to be some sort of push to like Gen Z since that's going to be the, like the people who are going to be watching and, and like paying attention to the sport and helping it go forward in the future. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You know, when you think about even with PGA, right? PIP is that money is like mm -hmm. big who have the most followers. And when you see like LPGA players who are good, I mean, there's a hand, less than a handful that have over 200,000 followers, mm -hmm. right? But you see someone who's really good and they're verified and they have 9,000 followers and they're really good at golf. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's normal. I know, but that's, 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 that's <laughs> you know, and then you go on a course with them and they embarrass you, right? But they just don't know how to market. Their, I think they're also afraid to post something that's not golf or, you know, certain things. I don't know. I just Yeah, I think it's hard, like... Right now, when a, the sport has no money, like when you're playing it, like you're the best in the world and you're still not making what the 20th player on the PGA Tour is making, it's like how much time do you put into like start growing something when you're at the tail end of your career? 
like all your money's coming from golf. Like it's hard to sacrifice that to try and like risk it with social media. And I think that's how a lot of the girls are looking at it. And I think that like narrative needs to change. And I think that'll start by younger girls kind of using social media. I think it's very one dimensional, you know, um, <clears throat> even like the NBA has, has done a, a lot better with transitioning with the times. Obviously, you know, they're on, they have way probably a, a much bigger production budget and everything else, uh, which probably is a whole nother rabbit hole to go in. But I just think it's so one dimensional. You know, everything is I mean, we were talking about it uh, on another show that we did. And just like even from just apparel, like everybody's wearing the same thing. Everybody looks the same. Everybody's like you have to essentially go with the flow and nobody's really pushing that needle in any direction to really make a change or a big difference, whether it be youth sports, female sports, mm -hmm. whether it be, you know, how to get a different eyes or attract, how to keep people's attention. Like 18 holes is a long time, right? Yeah. We all agree on that. 18 holes is a long time for one on, on TV. They're never showing everybody's every single shot. Everybody who watches TV or watch golf, they think everybody's hitting the ball five feet from the pin. No, they, they just the guy who hooked it out of bounds. They're not going to show yeah. his shot unless he's probably number two in the world or something. They maybe show it once. So it's like they, they have so many different ranges to, to grow the game. in because it's like as a professional, like for us, fortunately, there's a lot of people who watch, but you're able to see people make mistakes and then recoup from their mistakes yeah. out there is like, you only want to present good shots. So when the average or the amateur golfer is going out to play and he's hitting all these bad shots, it's like, yo, I'm really fucking bad. And it's <laughs> like, no bros, it, not only is it hard, but pros do this shit too. Well, I mean, Jared, what do you think is the, is, is like the, the step in the right direction for the LPGA to like, cause like I'll watch an LPGA. If it's on go, I'll watch, I'll watch it. Cause I love golf, you know, I'm addicted, but I mean, what do you think? Because I mean, if, if, a, if a T70 LPGA player is making like 60 grand a year, like, bro, she can't even, she's not even breaking even for the year. You know what I mean? Paying for planes and hotels. No, a hundred percent. I think I, for me, like, obviously I'm not, I haven't been a part of the LPGA tour. Never will be <laughs> for obvious reasons, but like, I just, I just feel like it's different. Than, like you have to listen to the players. What do they want? What do they need? What do you? Th what do they think that, that can actually grow the game better? Because they're in the thick of it every single day. For somebody who's making sixty grand and probably grinding eight, seven, eight hours a day, let alone add that up into a month, you're old, you're you're working overtime on overtime if that's the salary. So we have to figure out better ways to present a, a even better product. Like to me, I would, I hundred percent would do. Uh, gender ma gender matches, pick a partner, whatever, whatever, and literally have guys and girls playing with each other, tee it up from different tees or whatever, and and go at it. Because honestly, and, and I think more more men are afraid of it than the women are because they'll really <laughs> lose. No, seriously, like women no, you're are right. fucking you're right. good, you're bro. Right. I watch I watch the LPGA all the time. They the center of the club every single time, barely miss a fairway. Every green, every putt's ridiculous. Like, look at the numbers. It's not even, it's astronomically different. And I really feel as though being a, a man, we put it like this only to, to keep them at a certain level. Because if the playing fields were, were equal, they'll blow us out of the water. It ain't even close. It's like basketball. They, the, the only, uh, to me, the only difference between the NBA and the WNBA is the females can't dunk. 
So if you lower that rim to eight and a half, nine feet, and they start dunking on motherfuckers, and you start seeing girls like really jamming on you, and they already got the cross, and, and it's a better version of basketball to me. It's a, it's just a better product because they know what they're doing, and nothing is out of the norm. Nobody's just trying to jump off one leg, throw it out of bounds, twisting. Obviously, that's my shot, but you know that's not that's not the game for them. And I love yeah. that part because you're actually learning how to play, how to do something, how to swing a club, how to shoot a shot. You're not just learning some dude who's just freakishly athletic who can that one percent of the fraction of a percent in the population can do. You know what? He's right because because I remember talking to Alex Kang one time, and I was like, "Listen, how many times do you kick Danielle's ass?" And the first thing he said was, "What tees we playing from?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "She's playing from her tees. I'm playing from my tees." I'm like, yeah. He goes, I don't know. I was like, what do you mean? Oh, no, bro. You got the course record at the win, bro. What are you talking about? And he goes, she's playing her tees and I'm playing my tees. I'm like, yeah. He goes, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know, Alex? Are you whooping her or not? And he goes, no, I don't think so. And I was like, are you serious right now? He goes, yes, bro. I'm dead serious. And he said something to me when we had Michelle Wee on. He's like, he's like, can you play? Could you play like? could you beat Michelle Wee? And I'm like, hell no, <laughs> right? I'm like, no, dude. I'm like, I'll never be able to beat her from any tee. Like, I could play on no, her tee. No, if you played from the same no. tees, she no chance. For the rest of her life, I will never beat her one time. Never. No chance. Never, if you're playing ever, from ever. the tips, if Steven? If I'm playing from the same tee box as she is, she will beat me and JR every single time we every play for the rest time. of our Bro, life. I'll tell you what, Correct? we can switch tee boxes. We can literally switch tee boxes. Yeah. I'll play from her tee, she can play from my tee, and she's she going to beat, beat me. For sure. No, she's going to beat cap. us. No, it's not. Okay. That's 100%. I, I told her, I said, <laughs> listen to what I said to her. Then, then I told her you said that when we were in there. And I said, Michelle, you know, da 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 da. I said, I said, what do you shoot when you play bad? She's like, even. That's bad. That is bad. What? For her? That's good for me and Jr. That's, That's great amazing. if I shoot even. It's the even? best day of my life if Are I you shoot even. Me? That's a horrible day from her. Her good day is eight under, nine under. We're not shooting nine under. I can barely <laughs> shoot one over. I'm happy Literally. as shit if I shoot 73. Did you hear what he said? She'll be what? pissed at he 73. He said he played from the red tees and she plays from the black tees. She'll beat him every day. All day. <laughs> okay, bro. She'll beat me and him every single day of the week because... She can chip and putt better than anyone in the world. And her accuracy is better. Her accuracy is perfect. She hits the tee ball, what, 280? No problem. Dead straight down the middle. Where would I have an advantage against her? She hits it just as far as me. Maybe I could hit it a little farther if I throw my back out, but that's not happening. <laughs> she, she's going to be I'm just saying, JR's par fours now will be. 280, 320. Yeah, you know what I mean? Spray what does that right mean? in the woods. Right. And <laughs> drive the green, JR. <laughs> yeah, no, drive sir. it in the bushes on the yeah, right of the green. Drive it right out of town. Take another bogey. Paris, what do you think? <laughs> Paris Double. can beat yeah. me. No, I'm saying if, if what, what, his, his idea, if you had women match up, you know what I'm saying? Like, with, like, let's say, for instance, Xander is playing the black tees, right? And then the other girls are playing. Like, I mean, do you think, I mean, I would watch it. Yeah, no, I love that. I've been saying that for a while. I think it would just bring in so many more people because it adds like some more tension and adds a it's just more exciting. Like, I mean, obviously there's going to be like women playing women and men playing men, but like there needs to be some different sort of event in there too. Like it's hard because golf is such a stagnant sport. You know, it's like five hours of the same thing over and over and over again. So I think if there's any way to kind of change things up and make it more exciting, like it'll help tremendously. 
Like, think of that one. John Rahm from the back tees, Nelly Quarter from the women's tees. It's going to be very hard for John to beat her, correct? For yeah. sure. It, it just. It would be like a real, it's like a it's real It's going to be very yeah. hard for him to beat her, like very hard, meaning I think she's going to win more because she can hit it so far. In 72 holes, Steven? In fucking 300 <laughs> holes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's going to beat him more than he's going to beat her from the women's tee. She will be driving the green constantly, and he won't. And she hits it straight, and she can putt and chip. It's over. From the women's tees, those pros can't beat Nelly Quarter from the ladies' tees. That's and not going to happen. Think, bro, he's trying to hit it 330 on a dime every single time. Yeah. She knows where it's going, how far it's going exactly, and then she's never trying to swing her back out of it. And it's still going to go 280. Never going to be in trouble. And her short game is insane. You know what? Listen, if Justin Thomas and Tiger could do that, the match – they got to figure out a way to do this because that's the most exciting thing I've heard. Nelly, but Danielle. Like he said, the dudes are scared to do it. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> the dudes don't want to do that. Nelly Quarter going to whip up TV? on John Rahm I'm not going to embarrass myself on TV. He's not doing it. Like, Bro, yeah, if they could just do like 12 do pairings, that would be insane. I guarantee it'd be watched. I don't, 100%. I think, to me, I think that's like the most equal level game that there is to where you can literally have matches like that. You can't really do that in basketball. You can't do that in in baseball or you really like golf is literally the only sport that you can put two of the opposite sex and have a, a literally a level playing field and like bro i dare you i don't think you're gonna win now you put lebron out there next to diana tarasi who you think is gonna what do you think is gonna happen but if you put john rom nelly corner right here and like look you got 15 20 yards what you gonna do bro i don't think he comes out on top a lot that's just me I mean, there is a hunt. Some of these holes are a hundred yard difference, though. PGATs to that's to, what I'm to trying play. to say. So how's he going to beat her? She's just as good as he is at short game. From 150, if not from, better. From from 200 yards in, they're equal. Those the girls hit hybrids yeah. right by the hole, 200 yards all day, all day. That's what they do. So like. Yeah, John Rom can hit a hard, you know, seven iron 200. But what's the difference? The girl's just going to hit a little smooth hybrid and let it bounce and roll right up by the hole. How does the world ranking points work for women? Is it the same thing as, as on, on the PGA? Is yeah, it it's the same thing as the men. And are there, I mean, do, have you heard anything about a live women's thing going on? Is they gonna, Are they going to try to do something? or? Uh, right now, there's like, in the European tour, there's like six events that are called the Aramco Team Series, and they're run by Golf Saudi. Um, but as of right now, I don't know if there's going to be an actual like live women's tour. Because if there is, I think 99% of the PGA, LPGA <laughs> tour is going there. Like, yeah. When that girl told me she made 60 grand, I was like, well, at least it's 60 grand. She's like, it cost me 64000 to play last year. Yeah. I think like what people don't realize in golf is like golf's the only sport where there's no guaranteed money. And you're spending money. So like you pay to enter the event. You pay to get to the event. You pay your caddy. You're paying for everything, essentially. So every time you miss the cut, you're losing so much money. And even when you make the cut, if you're not making anything, like, you're also losing money. And on top of that, the membership that it costs, the dues you pay in the month, yeah. <laughs> wherever you practice in that. What's up, everyone? Today's episode is sponsored by Long Drink, the Finnish drink. Long Drink is a big supporter of ours and a big supporter of golf. And it is goddamn delicious. Find the nearest location near you at 
longdrink.com. So just like things like that, like what Paris is doing on the work side, like that's not easy to do those types of things. She works with people like Tom Sachs, Jerry Lorenzo, you know, doing fashion shows all over and back. And then like I remember when me and Erica met you one morning in Soho. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to come over there at 10. It's like, cool. Gets there at 10. Like, I was like, what'd you do this morning? She said, oh, I ran to the Empire State Building and back. <laughs> After being out at a fashion, New York Fashion Week party until three, four in the morning, get up at eight, run to the Empire State Building, run back, come meet us for a smoothie. By 10. No big deal, right? Yes. <laughs> no big deal. You know. <laughs> no, Just motivated, you know. <laughs> What that uh, and the fact that I'm 19, I think that might yeah. catch up soon. <laughs> what uh, what is your goal for the game of golf? Like, where where do you see yourself in five years from now? What would you like to be doing? I mean, obviously, like I love golf so much, and like I want to be the best at it. So, goal is always going to be like best in the world, and I'm going to continue working for that until I get there. Um, I would say like my overall biggest goal is to actually like see improvement and growing the game and bringing in more culture and diversity because I feel like the game's lacking it severely. <laughs> um, so, I mean, if I could be a little part of that happening, like that would make everything that I'm doing that much better. Um, so that's like not like the golf golf side. So golf side, best in the world. Yeah. Easy. Right. <laughs> I mean, but like, like, like that. playing, competing and stuff, right? Low-key, you're like an advocate for bringing more money to women. Yeah. Because they should get it. Like, look, you know how people hit me up from the LPGA Tour, girls, with, like before you even, you know, you inside Yedem, right? And yelling me, but in Korean Yedem, but like, people are like, yo, can you get me Maul in golf? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I didn't know Maul didn't have women in America. I didn't know that. And, you know, he signed his first LPGA player, mm -hmm. you know, she's... She co-signed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hit her up. Like, what do you think? She's like, do it. I mean, that's the homie, you know? So, like, right, basically, why don't you start, like, an agency or something and, like, try to do that? I know you're only 19, but still, like, yeah. you're, I mean, to, like, try to get these girls a bigger bag and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I can add that to the list. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the chicken before the egg, though. It's like, how, if the if the people aren't watching on TV and the people aren't, the people who own the rights to it aren't cutting it into like snackable content that people can watch where young people watch it and young people are the ones who watch things on tiktok and yeah. instagram and social so if you're not making content for young people and young people aren't watching tv and it's only old people watching tv it's like a Especially weird you know what i mean it's like a weird position it's like so how can she get a bigger amounts of money for a LPJ player that is the is top 10 in the world and has 6,000 followers on Instagram and gets her face shown on TV once a week and no one watches it. It's like, where does the return of investment coming from, from the right. brand guy? You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, not giving ROI, them 300 grand. Like for what? Where she's doing stuff with these fashion brands. She has TikTok, she has social, and she's really good at golf and playing tournaments. And so... If someone like her goes and plays on the LPGA tour and all of the people that are in her community and following her, et cetera, start watching it on. Because like the other day, you were like, the only way I can really change shit is this if, I, if I go on tour. Yeah. Because you can try yeah. all you want from like TikTok. And it's like, it's not going to like make anyone pay attention that's high up at the tour or the, the networks, et cetera. But like, 
if she's playing on tour and wearing that off-white shit I just talked about, and and you know what I mean? Then all of a sudden it's like, wow. Cause the people who follow her in her life would then be, go and watch her on the network. And then they'll see it spike, like, wow. No, you're right. And if I was just thinking the question to ask you, like, in my head, like over the last like, you know, since I've played golf, I can't think of too many LPGA like superstar golfers that like had anything to do with like fashion or that like I was like fanned out on like so when we did Michelle Wee like I'm a fan yeah. of Michelle Wee like I was nervous sitting next to her on the on the air because it's fucking Michelle Wee but like she used to dye her hair and put yeah. tees in her hair and like wear the blazers those those Nike blazers <laughs> but like is there anyone you can think of other than her no it's I mean, like significant like when I started I I mean I never really like watched golf I just kind of started playing it I watched like basketball and soccer and stuff like that. But um, really like when I started, you know, Michelle was sort of towards the end of her like career. Like she was about to like retire or whatever. Like she's not retired, but um, really she was the only person that I ever was like, oh, wow. Like she's dressed really cool. Like I love that outfit she's wearing. And, and she was really the only person I ever cared to somewhat follow and watch. Again, like I didn't really watch it, but if I saw her, I'd be like, oh, dope. Like she looks cool and she got cool shoes on. So, like, if I'm going to watch it at all, like, I'm definitely going to go watch her. But besides Michelle, I haven't really seen anyone else that's had that same effect on me anyways. Anyone come to your mind, JR? Women that have, like, pushed it a bit? No. Not not, not, not that I can think of. Because, like, when again, when you say Michelle, I think of the blazers, the socks, the tees, all of, like, so many different things that just, like... And when I, when I see it now, it's more like, obviously... Being in college, it's more like college. Like the college girls, a few college girls that I've seen, like they were really swagged out. They got the Nikes, they got the like the the, the, the visor with the tees, different color coordinated situations and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, like now that's dope. Like why don't more girls dress like that? And then it's like, damn, you hit the ball fifty yards right. Okay, maybe <laughs> maybe it'd be the foot joys, but I hit the bitch three hundred yards right. So I don't know. Every time I've seen Michelle. She's had like, whether it be fragments on or Travis Scott's or like, even like acronym, like she's really wearing like high-end Japanese streetwear fashion, Nikes, and she had like different fits on. And I was like, okay, Michelle gets it. But yeah. then like, when I have to be in my LPGA shit, you know, it's different. I get it. Like that's, there's not many people, you know, not many of them were, um, why am I drawing a blank right now? What's the Asian chick who's number one in the world right now? The um, Lydia? Yeah, Lydia. Like Lydia just got married and they're just like, you know, you see people in their street clothes and I'm not dissing her. I'm just saying like you see people in their street clothes. You're like, oh, OK. All right. I get it. She was she's wearing what you would expect her to wear. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not it's not like left field like Michelle rocking fragments. Like It's not. Yeah. How about she came in like the bucket hat and the corduroy like she I was lit. like, what the hell? At this? <laughs> By the way, he, he was a big fan for the first like 10 minutes. He was like, <laughs> I was like, you all right, bro? He was like, no, I'm fanning out. I, like, I didn't think it was like <laughs> I looked at her like, I feel weird next to you. I'm fanning out. I don't even know. I still think you would beat her, but, you I know. I couldn't but. beat her at fucking nothing. Not even involved with golf. He's really stuck on this thing, imagine. <laughs> like, I'm just talking about you playing her tees and she's playing your tees. It's just no way. I said she we would. set it up, man. Uh, are Michelle you crazy? Cool. I could go to, she's a member to El Cab. Yeah. I could play the women's tee at El Cab. And if I shot even, I'd be happy. 
she can go play the back tees there and shoot even, no problem. Right? Like yeah. on a bad sleep. day. On a bad day. Okay, you know what? For some reason, it just clicked right now. You're right. She probably could shoot even on from the back Easy. tees. You're right. That okay. isn't even a good day. That's a shitty day. But me, if I have a great day from the women's tee, I'll shoot even. Fucking golf is hard, man. Like, you still got to putt. You got to hit pitch shots. You got to chip. You got bunkers. You got rough. Into that game. It doesn't make it any easier for me if i'm teeing off with jr a if you play michelle we from the white tees both you guys are the white tees she gives you three strokes she's gonna give me six at yeah. least <laughs> she's not taking three <laughs> i wouldn't take three strokes three crazy from her. even you better give me six aside <laughs> exactly <laughs> six aside she you are crazy man, so listen. talk about the future of you in la golf like what what, do you, what what would you like to see happen out of this out of you being a creative director and everything and like i mean i'd love to just like keep keep growing obviously like we have the new putters coming out our ball just came out um we're going very much as like a golf company a new ball? yeah okay talk about just ball. launched actually it's we've done like a very uh disruptive kind of fun campaign with it that you probably wouldn't expect to see in golf we uh we used page spirit yes i was actually gonna add, uh, I'll ask that next but go on okay so uh yeah just launched um is Bryson using it? Because he's like a crazy technical golf ball type he of dude. He has uh, his own version in the works that's very I heard technical. him talk on a podcast for 15 minutes about the dimples in a golf yeah, ball. Yeah, sounds about right. I was like, all right, bro. Sounds about right. Now you've gone too damn far. Like you've gone crazy. Yeah. I, when you talk about Paige, I was just, just curious. How do you feel about the golf influencers that are like, wearing short skirts and shapely and this and that and whatever and is that like do, do you like can Paige play golf is she any good or anything? yeah I I really I mean obviously like, I'm not in the same lane as Paige but I don't really understand all the hate towards her like Paige played college golf at San Diego State I think she was really good like she almost oh, won shit. a national title oh, okay. so Paige is actually a very good golfer I don't know where that misconception comes from where these girls all of a sudden can't play golf because they're in a different lane than professional golf um, I don't know. I like a lot of them. They're, they're really cool people. And I mean, they're just kind of in their own like world, you know, they're not trying to play pro golf. They're just doing their own thing, which I think is cool. So back to the LA golf ball. Um, are you playing the ball now or no? I am. Yes. Yes. Okay. Do, do you feel like, I mean, like it's really good. What, what, what did you play with? What ball did you play with before the LA? TaylorMade TP5X. Okay. Same ball. I play with. Yeah. Do you ever use a Pro V1 before? No, I did not. I've always used TaylorMade. Okay. Yeah, start to now. And you think the LA the LA golf balls like it's it's you're happy with it? It's legit. Yeah, I love it. Oh damn! I love I it. Check yeah. that ball out. Have you played with it yet? I have not. I have to get you some. Yeah, you used it yet? I haven't. I've been saving mine just in case they like try to, you know, do a, a discontinued situation. I'm selling them on eBay. <laughs> hey man, resales everywhere, you know. I can gotta, get you more, you, Jr. It's okay. Uh, you know what? I knew I knew a girl. You know what I'm saying? I knew I knew somebody. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, shit. What, what's what's next for Paris then? A lot. Not a lot that I can like totally talk about. But um, hopefully, hopefully playing you know professional golf and and being really good at it. Obviously, every day you're working to get better. It's kind of a roller coaster of a sport, but. I'm getting there. Um, and then the fashion side, a lot of exciting projects coming out. So, How many rounds of golf would you say you, you play a week at least? I mean, do you play? Depends on where I am. <laughs> but if I'm home, like full rounds, uh, four, 
Maybe. Damn, that's a lot. Real but quick. I'm practicing like every day. So. You said quick. that's a lot? <laughs> Bro, she could play 36 a, a day if she wanted to, but she's only playing four rounds because she practices six hours a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true so that's statement. like playing. <laughs> quick story. Me, Erica, JR, and Paris played in that Kith thing oh, as, yeah. a, as a team. So just to let you understand how much better Paris is than me and Erica, <laughs> and I'm not going to well speak as for myself. JR. Throw me in there. How, me, it's a scramble. So yeah. remember when you played with John Rom? Yeah. She's John Rom. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, literally. We were just, we were just <laughs> using her drives, bro. <laughs> Every hold. She wouldn't Damn. tee off on the women's tee. She's teeing off from the men's tee, and we're using her drive. 80 percent of the time we won just and then of course we won because we got just letting everyone know we got drippy with us <laughs> no job over here. oh no it's in jersey by the way Jack is in jersey. we didn't play a scramble dog but i feel what you're saying <laughs> what was it a shamble that's the same no it isn't i had to hold out dog that's a shamble that's a shamble. Yeah, no, I'm just saying it's not the same as a scramble. I had, I had, I had a whole no, lot no, of no, I got you. I got you. Uh, that, that, that's probably what we played too. I don't know what it is, but all right, everybody. That's another beautiful episode of the Part <laughs> 3 podcast. I love I got to get my ass to Paris, the airport. I, Paris, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank course, you very yeah, much. Thank you for Paris, appreciate me. it. I'll see you, Who wants to take I'll us see out you of here? at the range. Yeah, always. We'll see you guys at the drive range. See Paris all over the world. JR. Ben Baller, Stephen Marvin, Paris Alinsky. Until next time. <laughs>